Last, last Sunday during worship, uh, which just like we did this morning, we finished with the song, Here I Am, which Nikita actually wrote. Did you help with that? Yeah. A, little bit. A little bit. So it's mostly Nikita. Yes. You don't need any credit. So Nikita wrote, Nikita wrote that song. It's a beautiful, a beautiful song, Here I Am. And we'd not actually played it for a while. And, and, and last week, we're, we're finishing the worship set off, that, off with that. And, and as we're singing those words at the end, I just started thinking about what I was actually saying, what I was actually singing. Here, here I, I am. You know how sometimes you can kind of just sing the words without really giving them much thought? You know, are they actually true? Do I mean what, what, I, what I'm actually saying? Am I appreciating all of these words? Which we should, and I'm not suggesting anyone isn't this morning, but I just had a bit of a moment uh, as I was playing on the, the box drum about that, and I, I started thinking to myself, what does it really mean to, to, to say, here I am, to, to God? And, and then I started recalling the places that I could think of in Scripture where I remembered that phrase. I think I'm sure Moses said that, here, here I am. And, and then I thought, man, you know what? This will preach. Uh, and so I kind of kept my mouth closed and saved it till, till today. And as I began just to study this a little more this week, I realized there's some real depth to that statement, here I am, that we would, we would say to God. And I want to explore this because I believe God is calling each one of us, every single person here, everyone watching and listening later. And he's, he's looking, I believe, for those who will be able to authentically say back to him, here I am. Here I am. And so if you're taking notes, no surprises what this message is called. Here I am. And I just want to talk uh, about what it means to make ourselves available to God, whatever it is, whoever it is we, we are. Let me just pray. God, I thank you. Again, we thank you for your word. We thank you for uh, its truth in our lives. We thank you that it's making its way truthful on the inside of us. Come and challenge us where we need to be challenged today. Come and uh, just do your amazing work. And uh, thank you for allowing the Nelson Giants to win uh, last week in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. You know, if you, if you are in school, anyone in school at the moment? A couple, oh, we've got a few, few students, a few older students as well. But, uh, or uh, you've got children who are in school. We've got kids who are in school. Or you can remember back in your school days you'll be familiar with the roll call. Everyone knows the roll call. It happens uh, in, in the morning. It's carried out just before the day starts to make sure uh, who is present and who is accounted for and who may be absent for some, uh, for some reason. I don't, know, I don't know how it works these days, but if any of our kids are absent or they're sick and we forgot to ring the school, we get a text uh, we, do you guys know about this? We get a text to say, uh, your, your daughter or has been marked absent for one of these classes. I don't know how, it actually, how they do that technologically. Maybe someone can explain that afterwards. But young people, you cannot skip class without your parents knowing anymore, right? We know everything. Uh, anyway, but when your name is called at roll call, uh, it's accepted practice to say, here, right? Is that what we say? We, you know, Mark McKenzie... Right? So it's just 
It's, it's what we do. And uh, I actually found a funny uh, roll call video clip, which goes for a couple of minutes. It's pretty hilarious. So I'm going to uh, get Dave to play it in just a second. But let me just put this disclaimer in. If you go looking for this video later, there is a censored version, which we're watching, and a non-censored one, uh, uncensored. So you've been warned. Let's, uh, if we could just play that funny video clip about roll call. All right, listen up, y'all. I'm y'all substitute teacher, Mr. Garvey. I taught school for 20 years in the inner city, so don't even think about no, messing with me. Y'all feel me? Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's take a roll here. Jay Quellen. Where's Jay Quellen at? No Jay Quellen here? Yeah. Uh, do you mean Jacqueline? Okay. So that's how it's gonna be. <laughs> Y'all wanna play. Okay, then. I got my eye on you, Jay Quellen. Balake. Where is Balake at? There's no Balake here today. Yes, sir. My name is Blake. Are you out of your... Blake. What? Do you want to go to war, Balaki? No. Because we could go to war. No. I'm for real. I'm for real. So you better check yourself. <laughs> D-nice. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? This whole class is going to feel my wrath. Now, D-nice. Do you mean Denise? You say your name right, right now. Denise? Say it right. Denise. Correctly. Denise. Right. Denise. Right. D-nice. That's better. Thank you. Now, A-A-Ron, where are you? Where is A-A-Ron right now? No A-A-Ron, huh? Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A-A-Ron. Here. Why didn't you answer me the first time I said it, huh? Huh? I'm just, you know, I'm just asking you. I said it like four times. So why didn't you say it the first time I said a a Ron? Because it's pronounced Aaron. <laughs> you done messed up, a Ron. This is office right now. And tell him All exactly right. what you did. That's cool. It goes on and on, but you get the drift, right? <laughs> it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny, but. You know what? In, in the scriptures, there are a, a few times where a roll call is given, a little different from, from that, and, and given by God. In fact, when I did a little search, I could find at least six times uh, that God roll called prominent people in the Bible. There's more, more than those six times, but I just want to go through these quickly. They'll come up on the screen. For example, in Genesis 22, verse 1, God roll calls Abraham. And it says, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham calls out his name. And Abraham replied, here I am. In Genesis 31, 11, an angel of God roll calls Jacob in a dream. And, and he answers these similar words, here I am. In Exodus 3, verse 4, God roll calls Moses from within a burning bush. Moses, Moses, he says. And, and Moses replies with these words, Here 
I am. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 4, God roll calls a young boy named Samuel, soon to become a powerful prophet. And Samuel answers with these same words, here I am. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, God roll calls the prophet Isaiah saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah responds, Here I am, send me. In Acts chapter 9, the, uh, verse 10, the only account I could find in the New Testament, God roll calls Ananias in a vision. He says, Ananias, and Ananias replies, Here I am, Lord, here I am. And what's really interesting uh, about each of these roll calls is they all precede something great, a significant call, an incredible opportunity, even a great trial or test. All of these roll calls came before some major season or assignment and God begins to call them. It's like God was checking in to see if they're not only present here, but are they are they available? And with Abraham, just to give some context, not on the screen, God roll called him immediately before testing his faithfulness in the most extreme way when he asks him to sacrifice his son Isaac. Would he obey to the point of great sacrifice? With Jacob, God roll calls him and then he tells him to go back to the land of his fathers to really begin the nation of Israel and his name is changed to Israel. With, with Moses, God roll calls him and then gets him to carry out the largest prison break in history, taking millions of Hebrew people out of captivity. With Samuel, God roll calls him as a young man and then dedicates himself to God. And he would later go on to anoint the first kings of Israel, Saul and David. With Isaiah, God roll calls him and then commissions him to be the, the great prophet, one who would foretell many times the coming of Jesus. With Ananias, God roll calls him and then instructs him to welcome this newly converted man named Paul who at that time was only known as a persecutor of Christians, but would later become the great apostle. And someone had to welcome him in. There's something about the roll call that required first a response from those named about their readiness, about their availability, about their willingness. Are you awake this morning? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Just, just checking. And... And it was God asking the question, not just are you here? Like, have you showed up? Are, are you around? But are you mine? And can I trust you in that roll call? The, the phrase in, in Hebrew, it's actually our three words, here I am, but it's actually just translated to one Hebrew word, which is the original language of the Old Testament. And in all of one of these responses, which is in the New Testament, the Hebrew phrase, and it's on the screen, is the word hanini. Hanini. Sounds like a pastor or something. But, but it, it, it's essentially translated to mean, at your service, I'm ready for action. Count me in. I'm in your hands. When we say, here I am, when these great people of God said to him, to God, when they were roll called, here I am, they were saying, I'm, I'm at your service. I'm ready for action. Count me in. God, I am in your hands. Here I am is, is more than just a, a nice sounding line in a great song, right? It's actually a powerful statement 
that we each get to declare. It's, it's a response back to God about our p- position toward Him. And, and when we sing it, oh, you guys are super quiet today. It's Pentecost Sunday. What's going on? When we sing it or when we pray it or when we declare it, it's, it's, it's us responding. It's, it's like God is checking in and we're telling him, hey, God, I'm available. I'm present. I'm saying yes to whatever you want to do with me. I am in your hands when you sing and say those words, here I am. That, thems are dangerous words, right? In other words, it's more than just an attendance check. Yeah, present here, God. It's way, way more than that. It's a, a, it's a roll call response that reveals our heart to God, to God. And I, I want to tell you this morning that roll calls aren't limited to the pages of the Bible. Certainly, the, the, they're not just limited to the pages of the Old Testament, that, that the God whom we worship who has named the, the scriptures say every star in the sky, he knows our names and he calls us too. He calls us by our names. Jesus refers to himself as the good shepherd who calls, calls uh, his sheep by name. And so we too are called. We're sought after by God. We, we are summoned and he's, he's asking us, where you at, right? He's calling, he's calling our name. He's saying, Isaac, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob. You like what I've done there? <laughs> Just like the Torah. He's saying, Paul, Dave, Alicia, Jelena, up. He's calling, calling us by name. And will we respond by saying, here I am, God. Here, here I am. I feel like there's, there's someone here today who... God is, is, is specifically calling, and I, I wrote this down, these, these words. I hear the words out of the shadows, out of the shadows. God is calling you out of the shadows, out of hiding and into prominence, out of the background and into the front, out from the shadows, out from hiding. And as you say, here I am, what I saw God doing is bringing you out of timidity and into boldness. I don't, I don't know who that is, but God, I pray Lord, that this message, these words would, would get on in the inside, that you would do a, an amazing transformative work, that God, wherever any of us are hiding in the shadows, wherever any of us are holding back, uh, restricting ourselves, I pray as we, as we say, as we release, as we let go, as we declare, here I am, Lord, those things that hold us back would fall off, and Lord, as we surrender and give you every part of our lives. Let me just share a few points around this statement, Hinenai, this these words, here I am, to really help you understand what it is you're saying. And uh, number one on the screen is this, if you're taking notes, here I am is a response of readiness, not preparedness. It is a response that says I'm ready, not necessarily to say that you're prepared. Like it's okay to say, God, God, I'm here, but you don't know what you're there for. And when we look at some of the context of these responses of here I am in the Bible, many of them are said without the knowledge of what comes next. They are saying, here I am, God, I am ready. I'm in your hands. Tell me what you want me to do. But they have no idea what God's going to say next. 
They were not necessarily prepared, but they were willing and they were ready for whatever came next after they said, here I am when God roll called them. The first time, for example, when when God roll called Abraham in Genesis 22, he had no idea what God was going to say to him next. And after Abraham says, here I am, it's on the screen. The very next thing God says is this. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. I'd be like, dang it, I should have stayed quiet and be Mark absent for the day. But Abraham's like, here I am, God. Here I am. You see, verse 3 of the passage It doesn't record Abraham saying anything in response to then what God has just said to him. It simply records him then loading up his donkey, cutting up enough wood for the burnt offering and setting out for the place God had told him to go. And my my point is this, when we say, here I am, we have to be ready for anything. Who knows what God will tell us to do? Who knows where he will take us when we tell him, God, I am available and I and I am ready. I may not be prepared, but I'm ready and I'm willing and I'm open and my life is in your hands. What is it that you want me to do? We don't have to know the details before we say yes, but we do have to trust him. And we see that in Abraham, Abraham, Abraham's here I am. It led him to a massive test. A huge test. And it leads me to my second point. Number two is here I am as a response of our willingness, not our reluctance. Because if you can continue to read that story, the second time Abraham gets called by God in just a few hours after he's taken Isaac and he's about to sacrifice Isaac, God calls him again or an angel calls him again in verse 11 of Genesis chapter 22. And an angel calls to him moments before he's about to sacrifice Isaac. Like the sword is in his hand. It says that he has the knife out ready to slay his son. And then verse 12 on the screen, the angel says, wait. After, after Abraham again says, here I am. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son your only son. And I, and I read that, and I read that this week, the two here I am's from Abraham, one before the test and one right in the middle of it. And there's a couple of interesting things there because it's very easy for us to say, ah, oh, use me, God. It's easy for us to say in worship or when things are going greater, when opportunity is ahead of us to say, come on, yeah, here I am. Woohoo! Use me. Do whatever you want to do with me, God. It's, this is amazing. You're right. But what does it look like? Or what is our confession when we're about to lose everything? When we're right in the middle of a trial, when we are in a test, when we are, when we are struggling, when life doesn't make sense, when it doesn't seem fair, when we're in the biggest trial of our lives. What Abraham was saying in his second, here I am, probably through tears, was God, even now, I'm still in your hands. If this is what you want me to do, I'm still at your service. I am still willing if this is what you want me to do. There's a huge difference. But he was still saying the exact same thing. Here I am. 
And our faithfulness to God is never better tested when we're in a storm, right? Whether he's going to hear the same words that we said. I'm, I'm just thinking now about, about Jesus and, and uh, Peter saying, Oh God, I'll do anything for you. I'll do everything. Well, we'll just wait and see, Peter. And then the rooster crows because you're going to deny me. Just what happens from one place to another is our here I am's can change a little bit, right? But the words we say are the same meaning. What we're, the hard intention of that is to tell God, I'm ready. I'm still here. I'm still willing. I'm still, I'm still available for you. When things get tough, when things get difficult, when they get trying, we've got to keep that confession up. I'm still ready to be used by you. Number three, the last one here. Here I am is a response to God's ability, not ours. And no way when we say to him, God, here I am, are we to think about whether I can do this, whatever it is that he, that he wants us to do. The, the here I am of Moses is a bit of an anomaly because when Moses responds with here I am in Exodus 3, and by it he's saying, I'm ready, I'm available, what is it that you want me to do? The very next thing God tells him, I think it's on the screens, essentially what God says, thanks Moses, thanks for telling me that you're here, that you're available, that you're ready, because guess what, I'm God and uh, I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt, and I've heard their cries, so go, I'm sending you to rescue them. And Moses is like, nope, <laughs> nope, I don't think so. Uh, you've got the wrong person. Why, why are you asking me? Who am I, he says. He asks that question of, of God. It's, it's like he was willing, but now a whole lot of reluctance came into Moses' response. And, and what Moses later learned through uh, the school of hard knocks, I guess, was that God didn't actually care about his excuses. He didn't care about his weakness. He didn't care, God, about Moses' inability to speak and all the other excuses that he came up with. And, you know, God got a little ticked off with him, but ultimately he got the job done through Moses. And it's the same with you and I. Don't let excuses get in the way of your here I am. Don't let reluctance stop you from saying that it's trusting him despite ourselves, which has been the last three or four weeks messages I've preached. If you want to know about that, how God uses us despite us, you can watch those, listen to those. But it's trusting him regardless of, of where we are. Because when we say here I am, we're saying, to God, here I am, and whatever you want me to do, it's not about me, not about my ability, but I am available. It's only right, I reckon, that we finish this morning off with that song again. Maybe you guys, you guys could, could come, and, which inspired the message. And, and just as we do that, I was just thinking uh, about roll calls and being absent, and I, I remember a student, an exchange student who was staying with us, and we kept getting these texts from the college to say that she'd missed roll call, missed, missed, a, missed a period or a, a lesson, and I can't remember why she had, but, but uh, she wasn't in the room when roll call was made. We know that, and, and, and it reminded me of this another roll call account in the Scriptures, and it's also in the book of Genesis, where someone didn't show up. They didn't turn up when God roll called them and they were, I guess, marked down as absent. But God in his mercy went looking for them. 
It's found in Genesis 3. You don't have to turn there. And it records the story of the first man, Adam. And the result of sin from eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it says there in Genesis 3 that God came looking for Adam and Eve. There was a roll call made and they heard him coming in the garden. But because of shame and because of sin, it says that they hid from him. In other words, they missed the roll call. And in verse 9 of Genesis 3, it says, The Lord God called to the man, saying, Where are you? Where are you, Adam? Adam didn't say, Here I am. He was absent. And so God says, Where, where are you? And, and Adam replies, Not with, Here I am, but, God, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and shame had come on on their lives and so they both they both had and I was thinking you know that the consequences of sin and shame will mark us as being absent when, when God calls it'll cause us to run and, and hide instead of saying here I am here I am and, and come to the God of mercy and the God of, of grace we, we tend to shrink back a little bit and go oh, I don't think I could ever be used by God I'm not, I'm not good enough. Look what, look what I've done. And, and we hide. And while in the Genesis account, if we were to keep reading, we see that Adam and Eve, because of that, they, they relinquish, they lose something of the relationship that they had with God. But the good news is, is that relationship was restored by a person named Jesus who came and stood in the place. He became the second Adam. And, and today... Even, in our sh- even our shame and sin is no match for Jesus. And I encourage you, regardless of what is going on in your life, whatever your weakness is, whatever you are struggling with, it's no match for Christ. And it's no match for His performance on a cross. What He did was enough for any of the stupidest things you have ever done or ever will do. And so we can still in confidence come and say even in our weakness God here I am and I encourage you to do that to tell them here I am let me pray Father we th- I thank you for the roll calls of our lives the roll calls when you called us when you saved us, the roll calls, when you set us free. Thank you for the roll call of salvation, the knocking on the door of our heart, maybe the calling of our names, realizing that we have a Father who loves us and knows us by name. I thank you, God. I thank you for the roll call of purpose, the roll call of destiny, the roll calls of of kingdom assignments, the things that you want us to put our hands to, the, the times in our lives where you've stepped in and intervened and, or spoke or whispered to our hearts about one thing or another. And I thank you that, God, today you're even still roll-calling us for seasons, for divine moments, for appointments. In fact, every day, every day when we get up, is a roll call of sorts where we can say good morning to God. And can we say every day, 
even in the monotony, even in the routines of life, here I am. Here I am. I'm ready today, God. Count me in. I'm in your hands for whatever it is that you want me to do and want me to say and where it is you want me to go to. God, I pray this morning for every heart, every person here in this room.